0: it's me NCR here with another episode of the Sunshine Podcast um, and you, you know usually I like to record the intros you know outside just because it's beautiful outside and so far I've been extremely lucky living here in Texas to have just beautiful weather all winter long um, but this weekend is going to be uh, yeah fairly cold weekend it's there's a little bit of white on the ground outside. I'm sitting in front of my window here looking out. Um, it's just some kind of you know, sleet. know a teeny bit of snow, kind of you know, icy, really cold weather. Um, I've been seeing a few meme kind of posts, kind of comparing this weekend, kind of this, what the weather's gonna be like these few days here to what it was like last year. Cause last year here in Texas, we experienced minus 20 degrees Celsius weather uh, for those who use the Celsius. Otherwise for Fahrenheit, it's it's above zero Fahrenheit, but um thirty uh, I think the temperature right now is just th- um twenty six degrees Fahrenheit, but let me just check that in Celsius for all my Celsius lovers um let's see twenty six degrees Fahrenheit minus three Celsius um so yeah, it's not too cold um earlier today was out about, um, I was wearing shorts and t-shirt outside, but just for a little bit, I was outside for a little bit, but now that I'm indoors, I'm wearing a, you can obviously see I'm wearing a sweater and I'm wearing some pants as well, because it's just know, you know, it, you know on, on a nice day like this, it, it's nice just to, you know, to be indoors, to be warm and cozy, be maybe wrapped in a blanket, and then also uh, to, to read a book, right? It's it's, it's, it's the, the, one of my favorite things to do, which it's definitely been a while since I've done this but one of my favorite things to do on a you know either a rainy day or snowy day or cold day is just to sit inside um and read a book or maybe watch a movie or work on my podcast I guess those are my favorite things but reading a book used to be my number one thing but now I've really entered into like a productivity mode in my life and I'm just always like creating stuff whether I'm you know the podcast or other videos or writing or whatever. I don't even have time to read anymore. But reading and kind of media input is the topic of this episode. And so uh yeah I, um if this is your first time tuning into the Sunshine Podcast, I'm so excited that you've stumbled across my podcast and I
1: hope you will enjoy this episode and I hope you will listen to the end. And um where's my notes (laughs) so you know i've had um and i want you to think
0: about the things that you that you you know that you read in the media that you input into your life because there's so many distractions. like one of the reasons that i find it harder to read nowadays is just the distractions like maybe social media or other things or just like i was saying um productivity but um yeah, think about that. And you know, I had a, I had a you know a guest on my podcast all well back. His his bio on Instagram is thinking reader and thinking writer, um, Jonathan Babcock. So we the episode with him was on adventure. But if you have if you haven't started following him, go follow him. Go start following him now on Instagram because he shares lots of writing tips and uh, writing and reading tips. Um, but yeah, my guest today is Caleb. And he um, he also hosts a podcast as well, so you'll hear him talk about that some. And and um, yeah, just listen. Yeah, I hope you'll enjoy this episode. Uh, let's tune in together to this episode and listen through to it. And then I'll come back at you again after and share some more thoughts on just yeah, reading and media input.
2: So I'm I'm trying to remember. I don't I don't think I've had um you know anyone on my podcast before who has been a podcaster themselves um so yeah you know um real quick for anyone who's you know maybe never heard of you could you just kind of give my my guest just a little bit of you know information about himself?
3: okay yeah um so my name is caleb i started the gist which is my podcast almost a year and a half ago i guess but really didn't get serious with it until about a year ago i had kind of a A practice podcast I did before that, because I knew I wanted to get involved with podcasting in in media um, from a Christian perspective, but I just didn't know how to get started or what to do. So I ended up finding this this, um, web browser hosted podcast. So I started this podcast, was just me doing it, and it was awful. For being honest, it was pretty bad, but it got me interested in it. You know, so about Mm -hmm. uh, about six months later after that, I started the Gist, and that was kind of the podcast that I really started to get focused on and trying to build up and um, really put a lot of work into toward is now. And it's me and my co-host, Heidi, who's part of it as well. Um, we also have, we have some people come in third chair and do conversation with us, discuss things with us as well. But it's me the focus on it. We do, um, our goal is to entertain but challenge. It's kind of our, our motto. We want to um, give content that's entertaining. We do some comedy stuff in there with it. We do some um, kind of more, Uh, not news topics, but more topics in it. They're kind of based on more humor and comedy. We always want to make sure we're adding that level of challenge as well with our conversations and making sure we're providing content, providing um, thoughts and ideas in in moments where we're challenging people to grow and develop themselves and give them resources to grow and develop themselves as well with that. So that's pretty much the whole uh, idea behind the gist. Yeah, I love
1: that. And, um, I love how you know you started,
2: you know, with like an experiment podcast first, and then you, you know, you, you then you created the gist. Yeah.
1: Um, so, um, you know, as a podcast host, um
2: do you listen to many other podcasts?
3: Um, I do listen to. Not as much as I used to because I'm in school now, too. So time-wise, my, uh, my time is... is but I listen to quite a few different podcasts. Um, some Christian, some news, more news-ish, too. Um, one podcast that I really enjoy, it's really... I take a lot from... It's not a Christian podcast. It's more of a new po- news po- podcast, sorry, is called Cain Show. And what he talks... The way he presents his podcast, I like his style a lot. And the way he tells a story, the way he presents it, he does it by himself, um, which is hard to do as a podcaster sometimes. Um, And so, but the way he lays out a story and lays out his podcast and does it, the way small things he does, it's really interesting. As far as the study goes, I try to study his podcast and really pull off from his kind of um, way of doing things. I just find it really interesting and unique how he does it. So, The Will Cain Show.
2: Yeah, that's cool. Um, so you know, but besides the podcast, you've also created kind of a media company. This kind of like this like the description of your
3: Yes. So I um also have a website where we host have articles on there. Um it's not as active as the podcast is as far as publishing mm-hmm. and updating, but it's it's pretty active. i um, it's called the synergist. Um which did just of course shortened that, and so it's the website is www.synergisco.com. and you can check it out there's videos on there too. Like I said, we it's updated, but it's not updated as freely as podcast is. So if you're trying to get a feel for us or check us out, the uh, the podcast is the way to go. And whenever you post new stories on there, we usually announce on the podcast. So it's it's active, but it's not as active as podcast. If that makes sense.
2: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll make sure to include links to your stuff on kind of in the podcast notes and stuff for this. Um, so that's kind of, you know, media is kind of the, the topic of this episode. And there's, you know, there's many different kinds of, of media, um, you know, books, films, you know, music, social media. Um, so you you do quite a bit of reading. Um, are you a bookworm?
3: I would, I would say I'm definitely a bookworm, but I wasn't always a bookworm. And so my kind of discovery of books and getting into books uh, started with my youth pastor at the time, really beginning to push me to read. Um, and so he was kind of mentoring me in a lot of ways. And uh, he said he could sit down and get, get a book plan, book a month starting out. And that first month, trying to read that first book was super hard for me because I, I wasn't a really big book reader growing up. Um, I like listening to audiobooks, but as far as reading a book, it was always hard for me, especially without pictures. You know? So, um, <laughs> But he challenged me to read that book, and so over time I began to develop that habit of reading. And this over time I began to fall in love with reading. And um, so now I read, I'm right now I'm reading about five or six books at, um, currently. And so it's just become. And I've seen the one of the reasons I fell in love with it so much was I saw the growth it had in my life. Saw the ways those things got applied to my life. And we um, recently did a, a segment on the podcast. We took on the podcast about reading about books and trying to find that love for reading trying to find that love for books and i i guess some different there but for me it was all about finding it love and once i found that love for reading the get hold easier to read and the growth i've gotten just from reading books specifically has changed my life in a lot of ways
2: mm-hmm. um you know, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of people who you know maybe aren't really into reading, and they maybe rather watch a movie rather than read a book. So, um, what you know, what do you uh, prefer on that? Like, would you rather watch a movie or read a book?
3: Uh, I'm not a big movie guy. Um, I, I never have been, honestly. I, I'm really I, I like movies, but it's nervous, and I've got super into. So for me, I'm definitely on the book side of things. Okay. Um, Audio books, I'm big on. I do listen to. Course podcast, but I also listen to um, old time radio. I don't know if you know what that is or not, but it's, it's basically the, uh, the programs and stuff that were aired during like the 1940s, 60s on the radio before TV and movies got popular. And so I've never been a huge TV guy, but um, definitely I think there's a lot of value in creating good quality movies that could add value to people and can tell good stories and help um, move the culture in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that reading is is important? Um, I think reading is vital actually in a lot of ways to to growth because there's something um about reading that does, so this year my goal is, as far as reading goes I'm reading three different types of categories of books each month or trying to um one a biography Um, Two, some kind of historical writing in some way. And three, some sort of um, either growth-type book as far as a leadership book, um, spiritual uh, book, something along those lines as well. Those Excuse me, my three main ones I'm reading. Like, for example, I'm reading a book on Winston Churchill right now. And, you know, they say that in order to predict the future, you got to know your history. You know, if you want to, because often history repeats itself. And so you know reading about Winston Churchill this this month has been quite out opening in a lot of ways because there's a lot of things that are going on in the world today that are um, happening in the world today that now they aren't having the same ways they had back then, but there's a lot of similarities to where the culture was shifting, where the culture was was going um, during Winston Churchill's time as prime minister in England, and so kind of seeing the the parallels and examples and seeing different principles and I take from history or. If it's like a leadership book, you know, applying those leadership principles to your life and, as a, and, and trying to grow um, yourself. For example, I'm reading the book right now called Radically Apostolic, and it's about the spiritual book. It's about becoming a better Christian, growing yourself in God, and getting closer to God. And reading that book, along with reading the Bible and prayer, and just adding other stuff to it, it really adds a lot of value. And it's, I like to, when I read, I like to have a pen with me or a highlighter or something like that. So when I'm reading, um underlines and highlighting and with the podcast too that i do you know i can pull a lot of that stuff i'm reading from and use it for you know conversations on my podcasts for writing articles for doing all these things that help add value to other people as well
1: mm-hmm. um, it sounds like you do a lot of heavy reading
3: right yeah i try to you know sometimes i schedule it in the way so my, my, i try to read it um, a little bit every day, um sometimes it's more than others just putting on you know my schedule some in school right now too plus work and all that fun stuff with this life, you know, mm-hmm. and so for me, um, just finding that time to read, and sometimes I think with um, our generation, you know people around my age group don't like to read as much because when they think of reading they think of, they think of work, and mm-hmm. you know chapter can be super long sometimes. like mm-hmm. so my goal isn't always to even finish a chapter a day of a book. It's just a. Whatever time I have to read, I'm going to spend that time reading. So if it's five minutes, well, I've added five minutes of reading to my day. You know, mm-hmm. it's not overcomplicating. I think it could be easy, it could help a lot because a lot of times you'll start reading. I think it's like this with anything. Once you start doing it, you begin to, like, keep doing it. It becomes interesting. Like, if you, for example, you say, I don't want to read today. I'm not really feeling it. But then you start reading for five minutes. Then you get interested in whatever has been wrote, been wrote down. And you start to, you want to read more of it. Or if you're, you know, well, I don't want to do my homework right now. Once you start doing it, we start getting into it. You're like, okay, I'm doing it now. I'm just to get it done. So your, your your mind starts kind of tricking you and saying, I'm going to keep on going, even though maybe at the beginning you weren't exactly like wanting to do it. So it's just getting disciplined with it and building up that habit.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: what, you know, I, I know myself, I like to read a lot of like novels and, you know, fictional stories, mm-hmm. Um. but it sounds like, yeah, you read um the... um like educational, historic, you know, biography? I do
3: read, I do read a lot of nonfiction as well. And I think reading um, fiction books and, and, and more, I guess, all entertainment style books, I think are, are valuable because what they can do too is help develop that love for reading. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of stuff you can pull from those as well as for for analogies, for examples. And sometimes, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know who Agatha Christie is. Um, she's a mystery writer, old, kind of old mystery writer. And... A lot of her books are the way she writes them. She kind of writes them, and each character she's developed in her books, um, a lot of times are developed from like a psychological point of view. So, like the, each of them have their kind of own. The, the way she does makes builds her characters, and makes her of other characters is very, very well and very good. So each kind of character has its own personality and is written very much in detail. And the psychology applied, for the mystery, whatever mystery she's writing, all kind of work intertwined with those characters. And the story is, you know, an amazing story to tell. And you know, with those fictional stories, there's so many parallels you can pull from those too, just for your everyday life, you know. You can take a superhero and you can say, here's all the good he did, here's all the bad. here's all his flaws, you know, and we can apply that to the Christian life. You know, we all have flaws, but at the same time we're trying to go after God and God is the one leading us and God. is. And, and our goal is to eventually try to, you know, erase all those flaws or to a point where we're not sinning as much as we should uh like we should uh, like we should and cutting out the sin of our life but we're still the human side of life and we can pull these characters in these moments and apply it to our everyday life as well and then go into inside of media as far as movies music, and things like that as well
1: mm-hmm.
2: what are some you know and you know because it's easy when we kind of books to um you know, or, or movies or whatever, just to, just to, you know, read it without thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, as Christians or, or, you know, as people we need to be thinking, you know, readers um, and, you yeah, know, yeah. Yeah, think about the, the empathy we're putting into our hands. Um, and it's very important that the, yeah, that the media that we, you know, that we digest is, is uplifting. Um, yes. And so, you know, maybe you could share a few thoughts just about the importance of God and media.
3: Um, so, you know, to, I, when I think of media, I think of the culture. Um, I think today's the world, media, no matter what type of media you're talking about, social media, uh, news media, books, movies, TV, entertainment, media is, if not the biggest influence on culture, number two or number three. It's a huge influence on the culture, especially amongst my generation, our generation, you know, the younger audiences from... Say 13 to 35 Put that box in there, it's probably one of the biggest influences on culture as well as thoughts as well, and you know morals and ideas. And so it, the world today is trying to push a culture, trying to push a, a, a viewpoint, a mindset that is always on up with God's will or God's word. And when that happens, and most of the culture is getting their influence, being influenced by media and God's not there, well, what's going to happen? We're going to see a less godly culture which I think we have throughout the past, well, really in my lifetime as I've grown up and seeing friends I've had and them fall away from God or this, the culture in general, it's not a very godly culture. And so in order to help bring back a God-centered culture, a God-focused culture, media is so key. And having platforms, having podcasts, having movies, having TV shows, having music, having all these things with God in them, or with a God focused and uh, God focused programming or, or content, it can help redefine a culture, it can help influence a culture and, and God's work can begin to grow in this culture. Uh, you know, like I said before, at the synergist the gist, our our goal is to entertain but challenge. We want to entertain people, we wanna give them something to laugh at, to enjoy, that they can kind of hold on whatever type of content we produce. But if we're missing that challenge part of it, if we're not challenging to grow in God, if we're not challenging to do things for God, to grow in self-growth, in in personal growth, in in daily habits, and getting stronger and better as as men, women, as Christians, then we're missing part of the point. And I think sometimes, you know, there's a negative connotation put on the word Christian media because you you see it's usually two extremes. You see one where there's no entertainment value to it or it's all entertainment value and no really meat to it. And I think one of the biggest things we have to do and keep in mind as Christian creators is keep, yes, we want to entertain people, but at the same time, if we're missing that God aspect of it, then are we doing it for the right reasons, you know? And of course, do, do we always achieve that goal? No. You know, it's just in all our episodes, some maybe hired others, but the goal is always the same to entertain but challenge. and see people develop and grow and be all God called to be. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so,
2: what are some some habits we can build and you know in order to to um, just maximize spiritual growth? Um,
3: um, so I am. I love habits. I love talking about habits. Um, people get annoyed sometimes. So I talk about habits too much. Um, but actually, just trying to establish habits in my personal life and the, the growth it's had for me, um, it's, it's really helped me out. Of course, there's some basic habits, right? Prayer, praying every day. It's a habit. You know, as a Christian, we all got to aim for and have. Um, Read the Bible every day. day—that's a habit we all got to build and pray for. But aside from kind of the main ones or the obvious ones, I guess, uh, one thing that I've, I'm really trying to incorporate this year is saying no to my flesh every single day. Um, and w- what I mean by that is this, you know, we're spiritual creatures, but the flesh tries to quench the spirit. And so just saying no to yourself and what you want and say, say no, I'm not going to let God. I'm not going to let my flesh come with you. I'm going to let God come with you or hell in my life. And, you know, just saying no to your flesh can be as simple as, you know, wanting a cheeseburger, but being a pizza instead. And just saying no to your flesh, because what that does is it helps your mind get to a place where it says no to what I want, to self-will. So when that, that, that thing that's been tempting you, sin-wise may arise, you can say no to it because you're building that habit of saying no. Um, another thing I've been trying to do this, habit I've been trying to build this year is writing down 10 things that I'm thankful for every day. Because, you know, the, what the world is today, you know, it can be easy to get down, get get a bad attitude, to get sort of, you know, the wrong thoughts, I'm going to get angry, have a negative perspective on life, on people, on things. And so making sure I'm taking the time to write down 10 things I'm thankful for every day helps keep my mind on what's right, on what's proper, on what's holy, on what's right, instead of just letting whatever content I've consumed or media i consumed or this life has thrown my way that day control my aspect because I can have a really bad day. But if I can keep my mind on what's, what's right, on what I can be thankful for, that it's a whole lot easier and a whole lot more stress free over the uh, the workouts of the day.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, you reached out
2: to me about being a guest on my podcast, and you sent me the list of questions. and And one of them was, um, what are you know, what are some things that God has talked to you about recently? And I and I really like that question because it's a question I try to kind of ask myself, like, what does God want me to think about today? um and i try to ask that every day um so yeah just what, what what are some things that god has talked to you about recently
3: you know one of the biggest things god has been talking to me, to me about recently is relationship relationships and making sure my primary focus is this on relationship with him you know and this i was i was praying the other day and i couldn't even thought about relationships and i was saying god like, you know what are you trying to tell me here i, I I am doing a good job at maintaining you know, a relationship with you. Well, then I got the story that I saw God put apart, the story of Mary and Martha, right? And we have Martha who's in the kitchen who's trying to serve Jesus. And, and it's a funny, funny story in Luke um, chapter 10, I believe. And Martha is, is in the kitchen. She's trying to serve Jesus. Jesus at their house while Mary is sitting at the feet of Jesus. And Martha gets upset and says, Jesus, hey, tell Mary to come help me in the kitchen. we got things to do. we got, got to help, you know, Make sure the house is right and take care of the guests. And Jesus says, Martha, Martha, you can serve whenever, but I'm here right now. And what Mary is doing, she's at my feet. I'm paraphrasing, but she's at my feet. And what she's getting right now can never take away. The serving can wait. And, you know, it's as if someone who is busy, who is trying to make content, who is trying to get school done, who is trying to work, who is trying to live a life. If I'm not careful, I can get focused on, well, I want to see my podcast hit this many numbers. I want to see my reach. That's not what it's about. It's all about relationship with God. And if my relationship with God isn't there, then it's all, what's it all worth, right? And, you know, Jesus was in their house. And back then, Jesus didn't go to everybody's house because when he taught, it was on the mountainside, it was was in, in boats, it was to thousands of people. So if Jesus came to your house, that was a big deal. And Mary realized, you know what? Yeah, there's things to be taken care of, but Jesus is in my house today. Jesus is in my house right now. I'm going to spend at his feet. And when you're at someone's feet, that's the sign of submission saying, Jesus, I'm right here. I'm at your feet. Say it in whatever you want to speak. speak into my life. It's an open door for Jesus speaking to our life. And today we have the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Ghost. And we have a new covenant after Christ died. So we have an open door to Jesus' feet every day. He can come to our house every day. But the question is, do we take advantage of that every single day? You know, do we take time to sit at Jesus' feet every day? And I think we all want to answer yes, but I know sometimes we're all guilty of being like Martha and getting too busy, even sometimes doing the work for God, we don't take time for the relationship with him. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. And
2: and yeah, so, yeah, there's so many things that want to distract us and take us away from from Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this would be a, you know, great great place to end an episode. But just a question I always ask before I end the recording: if there's just anything else you want to say, before, yeah. yeah
3: um, I think I'm good, man. I think that's a good place to end it. Of course, if you want to go check out my podcast, go ahead. If you want to show us, go ahead. But you know, the main thing is just keeping relationship with God, focus on Him. You know, the mm-hmm. bigger thing is, you know, I can give you resources. Mm-hmm. on my podcast i can give you these ideas my thoughts of this stuff When it comes down to it my opinion doesn't matter my thoughts are mine if you're not spending time with the one who made you then it doesn't matter who you listen to whose voice you listen to who's what being you consume. if you're not spending time with the one who made you let him speak into your life then you're wasting time you're wasting time mm-hmm. so it's not really mm-hmm. well
2: thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast absolutely mm-hmm.
4: What are some things, uh, you know, God has been talking to you about recently? You know, and I love, you know, that question that you know that I asked my guest, uh, and I just I want to ask you, my listener, that same question. You know, what are some things God has talked to you about recently? Um, God speaks to us through, you know, many different ways, and one of the ways that He speaks to us is through His Word, the Holy Bible, and so you need to make sure that you're getting into that every day. Um, And I love the closing thing my guest said. Uh, if you already forgot what, what it was, maybe you need to just rewind this episode back a bit. Um, so just yeah, I just want to encourage you to spend some time with the one who made you this week. And I want to thank you so much for listening, thinking, and subscribing. Uh, and don't forget to think about what you just heard. You know, I don't care. You know, I thought about numbers and... And subscribers instead keep people thinking. So don't forget to think about what you heard this week, and uh, and see you again next week. You know, with, with another great episode of the social Podcast.